Hi guys. <laughs> oh stop, I need to stop enjoying like this. Hi guys, welcome back to Friends with Friendly Benefits podcast. And it is the Halloween special. And you might notice that I am here alone. And that is because Olivia is getting on a flight in like four hours. And and yeah, you're just stuck with me. And I thought we re- we did a Christmas one. I believe we did a Valentine's Day one. I can remember editing a Valentine's Day one. However, I don't remember listening to a Valentine's Day one, which means that that just doesn't make sense. I don't know if you get what I mean. Like, surely I would have listened to it if I edit it. I mean, I'd listen to it like a hundred times. But anyway, I don't remember. So we did a Valentine's Day one. I know we did a Christmas one because that is my favourite episode whenever someone kind of comes on and says oh what episode should i watch i always recommend the christmas one because i just think it's great and i feel like that's the one where we are the most genuine in not that we're not genuine in all the rest and we i'm not gonna apologize for being back because we did we filmed an episode on tuesday just before we were going to see Diggity, which I'll recap in a minute, even though I do want I did want Liv to be here to recap it, but I feel like we could leave that for next episode because it is the Halloween special. You might think, why do I sound like I smoke fifty five packs of cigarettes a day? And it's because I went out oh god. I went out last night and um I don't really suffer the consequences in that sense because I don't really I don't really get hungover. However, my voice hits a turn. I'm doing my hair, if you can hear brushing. It is a kind of get ready with me one. And right now, in my in the mirror, I look like Thanos. I think. Thanos is blue. So, let's recap last night. And I don't want to... I'm not going to go through the party first. I'm going to go through something that's really creepy first. So, on the way to the party, our plan was... I'm gonna, I was going to go meet... Amy and Georgie for Prees and we were going to film a Halloween special. However, the buses were really late and there was no point. So I'm waiting at the bus stop. So I get there and I'm on the phone to Amy. You probably, you've seen Amy, like she's one of our closest friends, whatever. I'm on the phone to Amy and she's like, okay, like we're trying to get through it here. We're trying to figure something out and what to do. So I'm sat there and I'm, there's just this old lady there. You know, she seems normal. Like, she doesn't seem like anything I haven't seen before. <laughs> that sounds awful. But it, she didn't, I didn't even pay attention to her. But it was just us at this time. And she kind of, like, asked me something. And she goes, oh, if you had to contact someone, how would you do it? So I'm thinking it's, like, one of them TikTok questions. Like, you're just trying to do like a sentence starter, you know, make up some conversation, you know, waiting for the bus, it's meant to take ages, conversation. So I'm like, oh, I don't know, um, by pigeon, like I'm taking the piss. So she's like, no, 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 I'm serious. And I go, I don't know, I just get like a friend to tell them. And she's like, oh yeah, that's really true. And she goes, she seems really nice. She's just like, oh, where are you going? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just getting off, like, at Henbury, and I'm going to go here. And I didn't, I vaguely said it, because why would I be like, this is where I'm going, you know? So she's like, oh, OK, 
can you do me a favour? And at this point, I start, I'm like, what? I'm, I don't even know. I just hear people out. She's like, this is her name. Could you write up at the bus stop? There's this and there's this. Is it possible for you to go and, like, drop off a note for me? And I'm like, I want to be like, no. But I can't say no. Because it's like, if I just go, no. I don't know, I'm just like that. I know many people would have just gone, no. But I just took my way out of it. I'm like, I'm really in a rush. Which wasn't even a lie. I was in the fattest rush ever. And... Yeah, I just said... Yeah, I can't. Just waffled my way out that. And she's like, oh. Because I would just call her, but I can't. And I'm like, I'm just like, what? Like, you're chatting out your ass. And she goes, I can't switch my phone on. And I'm like, oh. Whatever. I'm quite emotionless in that sense. Just making combo. Waiting for the bus to come. And for my friend to short out their fuckery for me to sort out myself so i'm doing this and she's she's just like the police will track me so at this point my ears are up i'm like what have you done <laughs> like this little old lady i'm like what have you done she can barely walk she's like i need them to take me seriously but um she's my best friend and she's the only one that's been there for me so i really need to get this message towards her towards her and I'm like, oh, no. You know when you're intrigued, but you're not. But you don't even ask them questions. They just end up telling you anyway. She was one of them women. So she sets up on this long story. And to be fair, I'm not going to go into it. Because it's basically the same thing. She just told me the same thing over and over. And kept on saying, you get what I mean. Um, the police will track me. And I was like, oh, whatever. Is there any other way? So at this point, my friend's like, can you meet me here? This At this point, I know loads of people are going to be like, you're stupid. But I was intrigued, okay? She was like, I was like, I'm going to go get changed and I'll be back. So I got changed um, wearing a little angel outfit. And I came back. And people were like, why would you go back? You literally didn't need to go back. But I was intrigued. I was bored. So I go back and she's speaking to this other girl. And this she's making this other girl book a taxi for her. So that's what this other girl's doing. So I go and be like, oh, let me check, like, Uber, like, my phone or whatever. And by the way, I didn't add this, but I did record a bit of a, convers the, a bit of the conversation just because I didn't think people would believe me when I said this. Like, they'd be like, mate, you're all drunk, you're trying on my ass. I was stone cold sober, so I was not. But I just knew people were not what. So I did. And I get up my notes and I say to this girl... Who's like, she's close to my age, she's fucking young as well. And I go, I'm really freaked out. Like, I type it into my notes and she nods. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing it out. So, she's trying to unbook the taxi because the taxi's like, oh, we can only pick you up from across the road. And she's like, I literally can't walk. Like, pick me up from here. And she's fighting with the girl. So now the girl's like, do you want me to just, what is it? Do you want me to cancel it? And she's like, yeah. So the girl cancels it, and right when she does, the bus comes. So she just leaves me there. Fake. No, fair enough. I would do the same. So she leaves me there. I'm still indulging in this conversation. And basically, she just goes on to tell me that she's going to pretend that she's committing suicide. Um, It doesn't seem real when I talk about it, because it's fucking bizarre. 
she goes on to t intend she's like i need them to believe me i need the police to take me seriously i need my husband to take me seriously i need my son to take me seriously shows me the sleeping pills in her pocket um and the bottle of wine which i don't know at this point i won't lie people just be like you're you can easily walk away but when someone's kind of telling you their story and you're nosy and you feel like I can sympathise with no one but everyone. That doesn't make sense, but some people would understand. When it comes to kind of, like, mental health, I do get it, you know? Because I feel our podcast is a really strong advocator for mental health because both of us have gone through it and both of us are going through it daily. So, of course I stayed. Um, of course I did. And I kind of was just, oh, is there any other way? Blah, blah. And she was like, you're, like, so kind. Like, you're literally my angel. That's actually really sad. Now I'm doing my makeup. So if you hear me fiddling around, you get it. I'll try not to make too much bustle and hustle. So, at this, I kind of leave her there. I didn't want to get into it too much. Because she told me her address. She was like, if you do care enough, like, this is where I live. I don't know why. Um, but then I went back and I got picked up. So that started the night great. Then the party. So we got told we'd be able to bring things in, which we weren't. But however, it was freezing. It's literally October. Like, it's freezing. So I had a massive jumper and I just snuck everything in. We had a great time. I'm extremely social. I think, like, it's really good because now it's not awkward. Like, in school, it was kind of, like, their year versus our year, like, separated. But now I feel like that is gone. But then again, whatever. I literally hugged everyone ten times. So, and the guy that we tried to share about the podcast, I made up with him. So that's how gone I was. Where is my makeup brush? I hate getting ready for parties because I just chuck everything everywhere. Found you. You look dirty as fuck though. Um, it was a good time. Uh, nothing key happened. It was just a good party. Um, yeah, I had a really good time with my friends. That was it. So that was my kind of creepy Halloween story. Halloween, celebrating Halloween growing up. I never really did. However, I don't know... I don't think Liv did either. Like, it's probably because we're all... Our families are all quite really religious. So that's probably why. But I didn't celebrate Halloween as a kid. Except with my cousin. Which brings me to tears a little bit. Because I never celebrated it without him. And now he's not here. He's not dead. He's just not here. <laughs> That is, one day he'll come on the podcast and he'll explain and I can't wait because he said that he would. Even though I really think he wouldn't. Like in 10 years he would. But, um, yeah, I've got like little, but it was just never for me. Like this is my first proper Halloween going out. I am doing my eyebrows so I'm surprised I'm talking. There we go. This is like our first proper Halloween going out. And, yeah. It was kind of, Right now, I've really been on the bevs. Like, I've never... Everyone knows on this podcast, me and Liv 
aren't we are not into that type of party social antidote is that what we call it we're we're not into it we don't do it but lately lately we have and i just realized that i lied the podcast that we filmed wasn't going to diggity it was going out on a friday night out and it turned out to be mad we did complete some of our what was it our mission that's friday night that mission it was really good fun i'd do it again and yeah we're really boring halloween it's all right but i do have some creepy pasta kind of if i ever see you let's not meet again stories on the topic of halloween before i get into these let's not meet again stories um I'm going to talk about this. Jeffrey Dahmer. That Netflix documentary, apparently, it's not a documentary. It's like a show. It's a reenactment. It, a lot of it is not with the true show. I just started watching it because everyone does know I love true crime. So does Liv. We're just into that. However, I got quite bored. Maybe that's because I basically watched it through TikTok. But I got incredibly bored. And people say, yeah, yeah, but you got to sit through it. But I just can't. Because the episodes are like one hour each. Sometimes I hate recording alone because I get distracted by my phone. The episodes are one hour. And same with Peaky Blinders. Apparently it's really good. But I just, I haven't finished the new season or even started it. Because my attention span is so low. Because of TikTok. However, Jeffrey Dahmer just incites me. Like, I don't know how to explain it. But the reason for what he does. It's kind of like, why? Because people say, oh, it's because his father taught him hunting and whatnot. But I know so many, like, people that hunt and aren't serial killers. So it's like, what was it? To me, it just mind boggles me. Because there's a couple theories. And we're going to go through the first one. The first one was because he was lonely. Um, and it's kind of based on the premise that he always kind of got abandoned as a kid, you know, with his mum and his brother and his dad. And you know what I mean? But, and he always wanted someone to stay with him. That's why he'd kind of be like, stay with me. And when they try and run off, he'd kill them. But, and a piece of me does believe that theory. I'm not going to lie. However, however, I never watched till this bit, but TikTok and I watched Shits and Gigs and they kind of went through it. Tony. Everyone knows Tony. He was the, was it deaf? Deaf guy. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe, of course, he was deaf. He, wasn't, he wouldn't have been blind. And everyone noticed that Jeffrey apparently really took a liking to tony and at first i was kind of like what are you fucking doing and i believe the theory but it just sticks with me that he still killed tony that's kind of the combat to that theory but then again people on tiktok were saying it's because tony had a chance to change jeffrey however when tony came back for his keys and bear with me because again 
I haven't even watched this bit. I've seen it through TikTok and just the true crime and podcasts and stuff. He was kind... He he didn't kill Tony on their first encounter. I don't know how many encounters they fully had. However, I do not think it was just two. Because I've seen a scene of them having coffee and... I've seen multiple scenes with the men. So I'm going to just assume that it is based off of multiple encounters. But he didn't kill him on the first encounter which he did with most of his victims again i'm not a true crime i'm not jeffrey dharma so i don't really know i'm just going off of what i've seen um so i'm wrong to shot but he didn't kill tony on their first encounter which i find kind of weird well which that's why kind of people believe that tony had the chance to kind of change jeffrey and that was kind of jeffrey's turning point but I I know the time when he killed him Tony had come back on his own free will and I see Jeffrey spoiler alert but I don't care you should watch it open the door and his he has this smile on his face that I've never seen before it was like a kid in a candy store and Tony smiles as well and it's kind of really cute and I'm not romanticized I'm not I'm gonna stop disclaiming because frankly i don't okay so whatever where was i and this this smile that we've never seen from jeffrey before in the show and everyone's kind of like putting edits on it on tiktok and whatever but you see his tony like gestures that he forgot something and his face drops like immediately drops and he is fuming he's gone into jeffrey drama rage style again my voice <clears throat> bear with me he's gone into jeffrey dharma rage style and that's when he kills him i don't know how he killed him because again i haven't watched it but i don't know that theory it does kind of vibe with the theory but then again does it because he still killed him in the end and that was probably one of the saddest ones um and the kid but i don't know he's just mind-boggling and i love to understand these people love to have a day in their minds but yeah lonely theory i can almost get behind but i can't because it just doesn't make sense to me um he could have joined a support group. <laughs> what the fuck? Done a little um <laughs> rehab um weekend. So yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer, that's my thoughts on it. That's theory one. Theory two was just that he was just astonished by like brains and you know, like I feel like when when it comes to eating people, it never starts off as eating people and then it and it brings in another question as did he kill for like sexual motive or was it did eating hearts make him you know do something for him but then people also say that comes into the first theory of he wanted these people to be with him forever um in a system near him with him but i don't know 
I mean, I guess it backs the fact that he kept so much skeletons in his house and stuff. But he, neither way, he just creeps me out in general. So we are going to ignore that. Let's go on to Let's Not Meet stories. Let's go. This is scary. We're entering the world of Reddit. All right. The title is Maybe Just... Maybe Almost Adopt abducted i feel like i'm reading in class again um we're gonna start it's not me someone else no i don't even care this happened to me when i was 16 years old so over 20 years ago i have five younger siblings and my little sister would have been five years old we lived in a bad neighborhood in the housing projects our neighbor was nice but she obviously had sketchy looking people hanging around especially men just for the start obviously this is american one day these two new guys started hanging out there every day they'd always be outside smoking or sitting on her porch they made me really uncomfortable and they were always staring at me and sometimes would try and get me to walk over and talk to them or they'd come over into our yard when my parents weren't home and talk to me asking me if i had a boyfriend and asking me if i had wanted some beer or weed i was i was a goody two-shoes mormon girl so i was always like no thank you i have to go inside now they are probably both around 30 years old little break let me get my eyelash glue out because i want to be doing something because this reading takes clearly all my energy okay then they started coming over and asking us to use our phone when my parents went home my parents always let the neighbours use our phones, so I never said no, but I'd just pass it through the door and make them stay on the porch. They'd sometimes ask to come in and try and talk to me, but I would tell them no because my parents weren't home. Now I've realised how dumb that was because they could have just pushed the door open, but I was raised to ignore red flags and be polite and sweet at all times. This is why, guys, sometimes... Being polite and nice isn't the best way. And I know that is really hypocritical considering I just told a story about how I stayed with a woman that's being hunted by police. Anyway, we had a little dog and I always took him outside early in the morning on a leash. Hold on. Glue on this lash. And I can concentrate. I was... Out one morning and the guys came outside and stood there staring at me for a few minutes and then went back in. I brought the dog inside and just a few minutes later there was a quiet knock on the door. I opened it and both guys were there and said, we just saw your baby sister out by the highway, you need to come get her. I panicked and ran outside with him. I started to run down our street towards the highway and one of them says, no, we'll drive you down there, we need to hurry. I seriously took two steps towards their truck before I realised what I was doing. I stopped and asked that I needed to go back inside and tell my parents. And the man close to me grabbed my arms and jerked towards me, jerked, jerked me towards the truck, yelling, we have to go now, she's going to get hit by a car. I instantly fell sick and yelled, let go of me. He dropped my arm and I ran inside my house. I ran into my parents' bedroom to wake them up and my little sister was sleeping in their bed with them. I woke everyone up because I was freaking out and my dad ran outside and the guys and their truck was gone. I never saw them at the neighbour's house again. I wish I could say that my parents called the police or something, but they just kind of shrugged it off and made excuses. Maybe they saw another kid that looked like your sister. Okay. Um, 
this is odd. I don't know how to feel about it. Because when it comes to these type of stories, I am a really yay or nay. But this one I sit in the middle because what's the explanation? There's no explanation for that. That's really odd. Hmm. That is weird. My first thought is like human trafficking. But I don't know. God, I don't know. Oh, it's alright. Started it off nice. I'm sticking off my eyelashes so that I can continue chatting. Because I can't do stuff at the same time. Hmm. I feel like I've had an encounter like this. But I don't... I'm a type of person who's going to fall back in my face. But sometimes I can't remember if things are real life. Or if there's a... Or if it's like a dream. Or if my brain is making stuff, in that, stuff up. But we've always had that weird feeling. I feel like, you know, sketchy people. But, I don't know. I always... Ooh, that comment's not very nice, is it? Anyway. Here we are. This one seems good. The title seems good. I'm going to go through it. Ooh. <clears throat> Let these dry. I really think he wanted to hurt me. That's the title. In my late teens and early 20s, I was friends with a girl named Lucy. She was a very lonely kind of girl whose parents were honestly really shitty parents. Her mother was verbally abusive and her father couldn't really care less about anything. Because of the lack of love in her life, Lucy searched through dating sites for love and comfort from strange men and she was not afraid of meeting them face to face, even though they'd only be chatting for a few days. Lucy, get your shit together, right? Come on. Oh, that was really icky. My friendship with Lucy was a strained one. I found her quite annoying sometimes and I also felt awful for her because of her loneliness and lack of friends and love in her life. Sometimes I really didn't want to hang out with her and some days I would accept her offer to hang out. When it was just her and I together, she was normal and okay to be around but also really appreciative of someone having given her attention. We had a small group of friends and she would try to get all of us together as often as possible and honestly, the whole group together was really quite fun. When we were all together, Lucy was very hyper and you could tell she was happy to be around people who didn't insult her as her mother did. Suddenly, Lucy tells us she has a boyfriend. We were all surprised because we knew she met a lot of guys online, but we had never heard her say she was dating anyone. A few days later, she sets up our friend group to meet Trevor. None of us was looking forward to it because we thought we had been going out like all the others, a temporary toy boy. When we met, we all felt awkward and he barely spoke a word. He couldn't look directly at us at all. Lucy would try and be funny, but he would just give her dirty looks. Needless to say, we thought he was a weird one and he didn't care much for her. As the days went on, Lucy kept telling us how much Trevor kept telling us how much Trevor did not like me. This person needs to go back to school because it's not the best. This was weird because no one ever disliked me. <laughs> Same. I'm always polite, respectful, and I smile a lot. But for some reason, he did not like me. She kept saying he thinks I'm using Lucy for money. Not sure how he thought that, since I paid everything for Lucy. To keep the piece of the story short, I think he was trying to find 
reasons for her to get rid of me. I got a terrible vibe from Trevor. He dressed like he didn't care about life. He never smiled. He didn't shake our hands. He stank of weed. And really, he was overall uncomfortable. After months of Trevor trying to convince Lucy I was a terrible friend and she should not hang out with me, she started to do as she said. She would start to hide him from me if she and I were together and he would call her on the phone. She would lie and say I wasn't there. If she was a group of with a group of friends, she would he would have he oh for fuck's sake. He would have her swear I wasn't there. When he was going to be joining the group on an outing or just hanging out at her place, she would tell me I couldn't come. Lucy would do whatever her boyfriend said and just to keep pleasing him. Now here's where it gets scary. I'm gonna take a break because I need to pace myself. Whew. Let's go. Lucy calls me one day and she said she wants me to come hang with her at her place. I agreed. She came to pick me up. We went to her house and watched TV. We then decided, since it's a nice day, we would take her two dogs for a walk to a nearby pocket park and would later return to the house to have lunch together. While at this park, she receives a phone call. Now, let me say that Lucy is not a private person whatsoever and has never, ever walked away to answer a phone call until this day. She walked far away as possible so I, she knew I wouldn't hear anything she had to be said oh, fuck. anyway this is suspicious to me but not enough to question it the call ends and she begins walking towards me with a look in her face as if she's trying not to smile she says I need to bring you home now I was slightly confused as we'd been together for about an hour and we usually spend the whole day together she would have never wanted me to go home. She would literally frequently beg me to sleep over to avoid being alone. So anyway, I said okay and we walked to drop her off. And we got into our car and off we went. About 10 minutes into the car ride, I realised she isn't going in the direction of my house. So I said, where are we going? She smirked but didn't respond. I asked again, laughing uncomfortably. Seriously, where are we going? She continued to smirk and didn't want to answer me. However, I realised she was heading in the direction of where her boyfriend lived. Oh no. I asked one last time with anger, where are you taking me? Her response was only bone chilling to me. She said, Trevor wants to talk to you. I said, no, no, I wasn't having any of it. I insisted and demanded she let me out of the car. But with an evil smoke and the same response, she said, it's okay, he just wants to talk to you. I was furious because this creepy guy who looks like he wanted to kill someone, who despised me, wanted to talk to me. Why couldn't he talk to me on the phone? Why do I need to go to a sketchy apartment? She refused to let me out of the car. She had the doors locked as if I wasn't able to unlock my passenger drawer. I waited till she reached the red light. I grabbed her wallet from the back seat and took out her bus card and bolted out of the car. I had no idea where I was and where the nearest bus stop was, but I was not about to let her crazy-ass boyfriend do whatever she did to me. She yelled at me to get back in the car, but I ignored her. She sped off. I immediately blocked her number, removed her as a friend on social media, and warned the group of friends not to talk to her because she has gone nuts. I have not spoken to her since that very day, and she also lost five friends of the group as well. After that situation, Lucy, I truly hope you're not alone now. What the hell, Lucy? What could have happened there? 
Like, honestly, oh, my eyes, like, need to adjust in looking at the screen. Oh. Like, what's happened there? That's what I... What? I'm confused. So, she drops off her mate to talk to her boyfriend. What is he going to do? Like, fucking kill her? Surely not. Surely not. That's weird. Like, on the topic of, like, boyfriends hating your friends, I've never had that. Because I feel like all the girls in my friend group, when they date someone, we already know them. We've never kind of had... If anything, I'm the person that, like, dates people that no one knows. But, like, I'll tell my friends. I'll be like, look, you'll either like him or not like him. Um, I rock it. Ironic now. I don't know if you get what I mean, though. Because we've all... We haven't dated within the friend group, but we've all dated someone that we already know. Which maybe is a good thing. Guys, that's odd. Because the thing is, is she's your friend. Oh, God. What the fudge? I feel like these are more creepy because it's like an open-ending question. What the hell is Trevor going to do? My like, my first thought goes to like a three-way. That's bad, I should say. That's weird. Mm-mm. Don't know how I feel about that. Don't like it at all. How odd. I'm not really one for creepy stories. I do have one creepy story, but I'm going to wait to say it when everyone's together because it's so creepy and I'm scared to say it because I'm, I'm alone. You know what, guys? We're going to leave that there. You guys know. What do you guys think? Was she going to get kidnapped by those two guys? Probably. Probably or probably not. I'm surprised they didn't back up. Oh, these bamboos on me. Anyway, what do you think on everything? Have you watched Jeffrey drama? Should I continue watching it? Is it boring? Let me know. Let us know. This will be out on Monday, if I'm not lazy. I'm literally going to edit it right now. And while I am sorting myself out i'm so sorry that it was just mean today i hope you did have a really good time um we'll see you well there's another episode that's meant to be out so we'll be back even though you get it but i had a really good time with you guys thanks for listening to my let's not meet stories and if you want this to become a kind of series where after every episode we talk about a let's not meet story you can find some sick ones just let us know really um that is hot, I should put that back. Just let us know and we've we've got you. Thanks for listening to us guys and you'll probably see us next time for a Christmas special. But I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to. Bye. Love you guys.